0: Hello, everyone. This is Talks with Petre So, and I'm your host, Petre. Today's guest is Alona Musko from Ukraine. Welcome.
1: Hi, hi. Very nice to meet you.
0: You are founder of Full Finance, and you were pretty busy on February. Can you tell us what were you planning and preparing for, and how did it go?
1: Yeah, I was pretty busy in February, especially being Ukrainian. You know, we had much work to be done. <laughs> no,
0: February. I mean, uh, in the let's say that before the full scale war started. Yeah, so, just yeah, a, yeah. but but you know, you are a startup founder, so there's always a lot of stuff happening. But there was something special you were doing at that
1: yeah, time. Yeah, uh, I was uh, preparing for the launch of our website, so we had a plan to launch this website, especially like on 24th of February, so everything like was made and preparing in the last night (laughs) before this day. So that's why it was crazy work uh, in in, really after midnight already, so it was already twenty fourth February, especially when we finalized all our works with the launch of the website. But here we, uh, I was woke up and uh, understand that the launch of the website I think will be postponed.
0: You also did a video as well, you know, that was, and, and there was a lot of preparation in work. So, uh, just to give the audience the idea that you were not like, you know, just, uh, it was not a small effort, it was like a lot of stuff happening months before and, and you were, you were yeah. Really planning. So, yeah, I think g- it
1: was, yeah, it was like, uh, I think uh, six months or eight, or eight nine months of eight months of really hard work before this day. So it was really video. We made cool video for this website. It was preparation of this website uh, during last nine months before this launch. And uh, also we like created our product and we had much work before this day. So it was like very huge uh, plans for this day.
0: I remember you you told me early on that you were working till midnight almost, and it was just f- it was five five o'clock the the the, yeah. the,
1: the, the that's, second that's part why of the war
0: started. So <laughs> can, can you I walk couldn't... us through the feelings and what happened and and, and a bit. Um... How do you shift from the launch of the website to some other mode? Because this is a lesson for all the other startup founders as well. We always talk about agility, how you have to pivot and you have to do things. But but you know, I guess it it's so pale compared to what you needed to do. So so can you can you just? Uh...
1: Yeah, because uh, because of the station, uh, I was working like after midnight, so I had much work. Uh, I really didn't hear bombs, so, uh, and uh, that's why I already, like, woke up, because uh, my boyfriend woke me up, and uh, my family, like, I received from them number of calls, but really, I was a little bit tired uh, after such hard work on the previous days and night, so that's why I didn't hear it, but, yeah, um, first of all, it was... It was not the question special about uh, our website launch, but uh, our company uh, messaged me, the company with which we made this uh, website, they messaged me that we think we should postpone our launch of the website. (laughs) We couldn't do it now. Uh, But uh, yes, the first priority was not uh, the website, the first priority was safety and the uh, safety of uh, my family, my friends, and especially of uh, our team. That's why uh, starting from the first, like, seconds, uh, first hours uh, of the start of this war, so we had only one goal. Uh, first of all, should be in the safe place, understand what is going on, understand what you should do, write all your team members, I understand that they also have have plans and they understand what should be done in the nearest like hours. So it was a uh, main priority and not like the launch of the website at all.
0: You were preparing for crisis situations already some months before you you made a plan. I think that's quite exceptional. I don't. Hear that often that the startups are preparing for sort of uh, different types of crises. It usually just happens, and then you just quickly do what needs to be done. So, so why did you do it then, and, and, and did it actually help you to
1: cope with the situation? Uh, yeah, I think I think uh, that startups uh, in all worlds uh, couldn't expect uh, like and make preparation for the war. So it's not usual situation at all, but. Um, during last months uh, in Ukraine, uh, we already have had this news about possible war. So atmosphere was really not okay in our country. So we received all this information, and uh, already with our friends founders from other startups, we started to discuss the situation. I think already. Uh, in December, so in December, we start to understand, okay, we think that it's really possible. Uh, and uh, yeah, we decided to be prepared. It's like better solution for us. And uh, especially after PS crisis with COVID, uh, we also like understand now what what we should do. So we should like prepare a financial, financial plan for us. We should prepare plans for different team members, and uh, we also like uh, understand that okay, even in the worst case scenario, we had a plan and everything is going okay. So uh, that's why we decided to make this preparation. We had uh, one-to-one meetings with uh, different team members. Uh, we had also preparation in financial side, and uh, so that's why when the war started it was already a little bit easier because we had this plan and had already these discussions discussions inside our team
0: uh can you give some tips you know what should be in that type of plan and and how detailed and uh, did you go through it before you know the two months before with your team members and everybody already knew what's going to happen or uh, give some practical tips for other founders
1: um yeah I even like had uh, my google spreadsheet <laughs> with uh like points which which should be included and done before the war so first of all it was uh we decided uh to make this uh the crisis plan for team members so understand uh if everyone from our team they had plan in their families uh in case they need to for example relocate from the city if they had car if they had uh like backpack with everything that they need for the nearest months if they had already like uh, some if they had some problems i don't know in financial part or something else and some something that they uh like should receive from the company in order to be more prepared in this situation so and we created such list uh, we with our managers so managers were responsible for their team members and they should discuss and arrange this meetings uh, with their team members and in this list we had all information starting from the place where where our team member now Uh, contacts, which uh, contacts of our team member and also of him, him, uh, him or her family, Uh, also like place where this person can relocate in case someone need to do. And uh, so we had the first like what was prepared this plan. Uh, And also after that we were preparing uh, our financial plans. So we decided to analyze what reserves we have so what legal structure we have now if there are some risks because we also should pay salaries to our team members if there will can be problems with payments like in ukraine or with banking system in ukraine and uh, we had different risks and uh, also we had like financial plan in revenue plans cost plans and our reserves that we have So uh, we understand, okay, if you have some Ukrainian clients or Ukraine-based companies, they can really pause uh, their subscription. And uh, in that case, we will have like uh, our decline in revenue. So what will be in different cases and uh, how much resource we have. So what our burn rate and something like that. So it was like main several, I think, points that were prepared during last uh, months.
0: So how did it go? Did it go by the plan?
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know, like, uh, we had this, the worst case scenario, uh, we named it, and uh, somehow we tried to believe that uh, we will not use this scenario. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, something like that, but even, you know, even better, because uh, we were waiting that banking system and financial system uh it couldn't be work in the same way but uh we were happy to understand that even during the first days and during first weeks banking system in ukraine and everything about financial part in ukraine is working and uh, we even paid uh salaries uh, on the first day of the war and uh, everything was okay with banking system. So that's why we were happy to understand that yeah, we had this worst case scenario, but in the worst case scenario, we had even problems with payments.
0: So it's not just about yourself, your personal uh, safety and security. You have a company to run and, and then you have actually clients also to take care of. So. How that that go in the in the first days and weeks? Can you describe that? You know, you, you have to put on the leadership role as well, in a in a more extensive way because there's so many people to, to take care of.
1: Um, yeah. First of all, so um, first of all, we uh, were chatting with uh, all our team members in Slack. So it was like every hour uh from the start of the war so i think that like during first week we were online exactly every time and uh first of all uh i decided that like my first priority be in safe place and after that help other mighty members also be in the safe place and help them as much as i can and uh it was complicated task because uh I should say that leadership in such situation it's uh um it's really complicated because sometimes you need to be like I don't know mom or friends or family for your team members uh but sometimes you need to be uh, like real entrepreneur and uh, uh you should like uh, have this communication with all team members exactly in all ways in the same time And uh, sometimes it was complicated to communicate with team members and explain them, you should leave this place now because it's not safe. And uh, especially some of them, they like believe that, okay, nothing is going on here near my house, so it not will be something bad in nearest weeks. And uh, we all understand that it will be. But uh, when you are in that place, you want to believe that everything will be okay. And that's why... You start to analyze the situation and make not efficient decisions uh, like not to leave uh the place more to more safe place and so more safe cities that's why uh it was complicated but uh, i think that it was much support uh from uh, me and from our all managers to all team members uh and already after the first two weeks when we discussed the situation and uh, analyzed what was done, what was okay, like, like I don't know, analysis for the next, uh, for the future. And uh, we understood yes, that according like our support that was made for all team members, it, it was uh, very good for them. And we received like feedback that it was much easier for them to going through the situation with uh, this this way of communication. So it's not like. Very uh, one-way communication. I'm entrepreneur and I'm your CEO. So you should do that and that. Uh, but sometimes it's like combination of different uh, ways.
0: So uh, you didn't actually live outside of Ukraine. You 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 stayed and and the company was operating the whole time. How how long did it take for become like a business as usual, if you can say that, getting used to the new situation.
1: Uh. Yeah, so we started already to work uh, after I think it was on the fifth day of the war. So we started to work and communicate with all our clients, uh, and uh, so some some of them, some of our team members, they started to work from like bomb shelters from the fifth day. But I should say that uh, like the whole cap- cap- capacity, like 100% capacity was renewed uh, already on the second week of the war. So during these two weeks, uh, we need, needed this, this time to understand about, uh, first of all, how everyone can work. Some of team members, they were like, in the process of relocation. Some of team members, uh, they had no internet, so they couldn't work. And that's why we needed this time first two weeks to uh, try to work in new conditions.
0: You were also recruiting at the same time.
1: Yeah <laughs> yeah it was it was crazy because we even like sent uh, offers like for new team members, for two new team members before the war, and we plan to start like work with them already from uh, the first uh, first March. So we decided not to postpone all all this idea, but it was very strange onboarding for them, not as usual onboarding. (laughs) So it was really crazy. (laughs) And uh, yeah, after that, we decided that uh, we should go as we planned. So we had strategy, strategic session before this war. So... That's why we decided. Okay, we should go. We should work. We should also help our Ukrainian economy. When our business will grow, so uh, we decided uh, to hire new people and uh, make everything we can do, like in this situation.
0: You, I remember you mentioned somewhere that you were chasing for laptops and you know resources for your employees and. Uh, bulletproof vests and whatnot. Can, can you give some stories, you know, how, how, how is the reality in those days?
1: Um, yeah, reality, like, uh, first of all, so uh, when we discussed, like, what is going on with the war? Yeah, you have had, usually you have this problem with safety. But on the other hand, you, we also like have one team member uh, who decided to join military forces. And uh, it was his decision, and uh, it was already on the third week uh, of the war. And uh, when he decided to do it, we also understand that we have our another mission to help him uh, with this, like with his decision. So, uh, and uh, when he was like uh, training during first weeks there uh we organized uh like uh we first of all we buy f- bought for him like bulletproof and also cars that he's and uh, he and uh, like uh, his team there needed uh and uh yeah so it was like um uh, additional support from us uh but uh, we're happy that everything is okay with him and uh, we had a call i think one week less than one week ago, and he said, uh, yeah, I'm like financial guy now in the army. <laughs> I have laptop in one my hand and uh, I have like AK-47 in the other hand. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, a little bit crazy, but uh, happy to know that with uh, him everything is OK.
0: So is he doing part time work with you now or is he full time in the army
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Is that For a piece of him. secret? <laughs>
1: Yeah, he even like a joke that uh, uh, now every, every, all like all our clients, they uh, understand how their financials are really at good, uh, at good arms. So they are really (laughs) protected.
0: (laughs) What was the response of your clients? Uh, You have a lot of international clients and, and your team is growing all the time. So how did you manage with your regular work because there were time when you couldn't basically do the do the work in, in at least in the early days
1: yeah we already like messaged uh, our clients from the first day and uh, like not from the first uh, but i think from the second or third day we messaged them and said you know we like had the situation but uh, we will work like and we will communicate with you in the nearest days, but everyone uh, everyone understand it and uh, we received much support from our clients. Some of them wrote with some proposals for help uh, with some proposals to uh, in help the relocation of team members. So uh, that's why it was uh, really well, very in human way communication. But uh, also, like I think that uh, for them, it was a shock that we really were working like right from the second uh, week, because uh, I think that no one expected uh, that uh, year, even in such situation during the war, we will work.
0: You started to do also initiatives outside of your company. When did that start to happen, and what was the motivation? Or was it like everybody else was doing that as well? Or just like, okay, we need yeah. to do something as well, or- What was the thinking behind Uh,
1: that? Yeah, you know, like, um, I think that uh, all Ukrainians, they had experience of uh, Maidan. That was in uh, 2013-14. And uh, we also already had experience the war, which started, like, also from 2014. So that's why uh, I think that, uh, yeah, like, first date was uh, all, like, all priorities were about safety. But uh, after that, uh, I already started to think okay, how we can help others now? So, uh, how we can help the uh, Ukrainian economy? How we can help military forces? And it was also a strange situation before uh, the start of, start of the war because also uh, in the evening of 23rd February, uh, we donated as a company ten thousand dollars to uh, military forces, and uh, we also were shocked. We also were shocked because it was also in the last like last minutes, you know. And um, uh, we uh, also understood already from the last weeks before the war is that everyone like started to be prepared for this war. So. Not only our company made these donations, but also many other businesses made these donations to Ukrainian military forces. And uh, when the war started, we understand, okay, now we can make even more donations and we should do it. But uh, on the other hand, what we can do, we can volunteer, uh, we can help uh, like different refugees and uh, other Ukrainians now. But on the other hand, we understood like it was during the COVID that our uh, key responsibility is Ukrainian economy because we are good at finance. And uh, we decided to make our first initiative that was on the third week or second week of the war. I couldn't remember already. It's like a platform where we connect entrepreneurs and financial managers, CFOs from over Ukraine. And uh, they can arrange pro bono meeting together. Every entrepreneur with financial manager to discuss what is going on in business to make anti-crisis plan. And also on this platform, we made uh, like all information that every entrepreneur needs during the war about legal part, about taxes, about like salaries about different anti-crisis plans, uh, how they can make now and what best practices of other companies. And uh, it was our first initiative. And uh, we we'll, we'll already like received many things from entrepreneurs that this uh, platform and this consulting from financial managers and also this anti-crisis plans, they helped them a lot. And uh, on the other hand, we decided to make with uh, another company, lit 99, uh, we decided to make uh, another platform uh, with donations to small-medium enterprises in Ukraine uh, who switched like, their daily uh, business to uh, new products, new business uh, that is needed during the war. So uh, this is can you give some ex- like, examples
0: of this, you know, what, where, yeah. for example, what type of uh, how, how do you switch overnight to different line of business?
1: Yeah, like, uh, first of all, uh, for example, we have here in Ukraine uh, shoes brand uh, and they made like women's shoes, but uh, after the start of the war, uh, they now made uh, military booths. Uh, on the other hand, um, uh, we have like restaurants and cafes, but now they, like, they're like they closed, but they are now preparing uh, 500, 700 dishes per day to uh, help hospitals in Ukraine and in Kyiv, and to help uh, also military forces, so they're preparing food for them. Uh, But they like use for it or their own money or donations from other people. And it's like several types of uh, businesses which uh, really switched to a new business model, and new product. And uh, that's why we decided to help these businesses because, uh, yeah, everyone like in Ukraine now donate all they have, all money they have uh, for different initiatives. But uh, we also understand that uh, it's not enough already.
0: So the listeners if they are interested of helping somehow what could they do can you give some ideas
1: Yeah like uh first of all um we have we have this uh link with the nations to national bank of Ukraine it's donation to military forces on the second hand we have our platform uh with the nations to small medium enterprises who help now uh Ukraine to win this war and uh it's like third one and uh uh, second one sorry and third one is uh, another initiative which was made by our friends it's like spent with ukraine and uh you can like buy very cool ukrainian products technical products fashion products everything else and uh it's also support for ukraine and support for ukrainian economy now
0: you mentioned also that uh, COVID was a really good uh, preparation. Uh, what was uh, about to come? What happened in COVID times, and and what did you learn from that experience?
1: Uh, yeah, COVID was like first crisis of EU finance, <laughs> and already like after the six months of our work, we uh, we met our first crisis. Uh, but, uh, yeah, what, uh, what I have learned uh, with COVID that uh, it's better to have plan for all cases and for all scenarios, and uh, it's better to be in crisis with this plan. So uh, you're already, like, being prepared when you start to think before the crisis about everything. And uh, during the COVID, uh, it was also first experience, um, first equ- experience with support of team uh, because it was also like not easy situation for team members they stuck at home and some of them was children so yeah it was also like challengeable uh, but uh, already during the COVID, we also organized uh, something similar when we decided to help Ukrainian businesses and small and medium enterprises and we also made like consulting for them in financial part anti-crisis plans and everything like that mm, but uh, for sure like covid was uh, much easier uh, than the war because in covid like during the covid you was simply staying at home and uh, like okay you had problems with revenue streams and uh, it was a challenge but uh, you was like uh, something you were in safe place when you stay at home and you're like will not get ill, but uh, now in this situation, I think um, during the wars in you for us that you couldn't feel safe um, at home and you couldn't feel safe, especially in other cities also. So it's like new reality in which you should be like productive, you should work, uh, but, without, um, but without this first uh, need, like need to be safe.
0: How do you cope mentally and emotionally in in this type of crisis? because it's even just hard to just look you know from a distance and you know what's happening and then you're in the middle of the action, so to speak.
1: Um, I should say that uh, I try to uh, um I try to, first of all uh, now I try to have weekends, so if, exactly I try to have one day. Uh, now, already after this 40, 50 crazy days, uh, I try to have first day, like not doing anything. So, and uh, it helps a lot when you not read news, you like don't work and uh, you simply try to live your life. So you simply like try to, I don't know, go to coffee here in Western Ukraine and see and watch like what people do around you and like, Start, try to understand that uh, life is going on, and uh, uh, also I try to match uh, uh, my time. Uh, so I like read uh, in the morning or in the evening, but during the whole day I don't read at all. So I work, and uh, like I think this have this uh, good time management now. Uh, it's the key how to stay. Uh, how to stay like in a, in a normal mood uh, and in a resourceful mood. So this time management is very important. Also, I believe that uh, I couldn't like do sport now, but uh, like without <laughs> without anything I need for it because everything like stayed in Kiev. But um, uh, I also believe that sport and uh, also this time management. Uh, with different activities, it also can help uh, in this situation.
0: You do you you did also something which happened um, in the previous episode. Uh, needs was mentioning about product hunt. You you while yeah. the war was going on in the, in a full scale mode, you you decided uh, on top of everything you just described that you know it's not enough, so you you probably want to do something else. Uh, so. What, why did you do a product hunt? Well, what is product hunt and how did it go?
1: Yeah. Uh, so product hunt is like the platform where different products uh, make their launches and they like receive different upvotes and uh, it's really a cool way First of all, to receive feedback on your products and like make announcement about your product and receive new leads, uh, and uh, yeah, we decided to do it. Like we had this plan before the war, and uh, during the war we decided, okay, we we should do it. So uh, we work everything like is okay. How it can be possible? But uh, uh, when we decided to uh, make uh, this product launch, so when you make the launch, you should be like online all the next 24 hours. And, uh, you need to receive comments. You need answering these comments. Exactly. in this in that time you should write all your friends and, uh, like founders friends, your clients so with the ask for uploads and everything else. So, uh, you should stay online. So, yeah, and, uh, uh, it was crazy because exactly in that day uh, we had here in Western Ukraine seven siren, seven signal eights during the day. So when you hear this eight, you should go to the bomb shelter. And uh, in the bomb shelter, it's like different situations because sometimes you have Wi-Fi, but sometimes you don't because of number of people inside this bomb shelter. And uh, it was really crazy because uh, when uh, uh, all previous day you had you had like two, maybe one, eight per day, but uh, exactly on that day you had like seven, eight. So it was Russia, come on, please stop. It's simply, it was something like we already have a joke in our team that uh, when we plan to launch something, uh, we should be prepared that... <laughs> We will have new challenges.
0: Oh, it's actually the opposite. The government should counsel you. Are you planning on, you know, launching something <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So
1: how,
0: how was True. it uh, as a uh, success? Did, did you get something out of it?
1: Yeah, it was total success. total success because uh, we became a number one product of the day and uh, even in this situation and uh, number three product of the week and we received more than 50 leads and uh, it was a uh, re- really very cool experience for us and uh, what is really important that we understand is that even in this situation even during the war uh, we could like deliver all results and uh, we could like uh, made all plans um uh, Even like in the situation you have like aids and everything else. So I think this it, it was really good experience for us like team. Uh, As we really understand now we are really unstoppable.
0: You also started to go on uh, marketing efforts uh, towards the US market. Like all all this was not enough. So it was good to have some good PR and and, what was the purpose behind that? Was It just to raise awareness and and helping synergies to to the Ukraine cause, but also for your company and uh, reaching your growth targets. What's been happening there? Because I seen you in quite nice places. CNN has mentioned you, you've been with the Netflix co-founders podcast episode already. And uh, I don't know, maybe you're talking with the president next. (laughs)
1: Yeah, everything you know now everything is possible already yeah but uh, first of all like uh, when we started all this communication uh, with uh, and PR strategy for the US market it was a general like idea to share our idea with our platforms that we created uh, to support uh, Ukrainian businesses not here in Ukraine and uh, also, we understand that uh, we should, like, uh, we have uh, every, like, everyone now in Ukraine, they have uh, their fronts, and uh, whereas they, like, uh, try to uh, make everything is possible. And uh, I also understand that uh, we, like, other also startup founders here from Ukraine, What they do, they try to communicate uh, with uh, different, like, I don't know, with CNN and others like them to share what is going on here in Ukraine, to tell the stories, because we also understand that, uh, yeah, like, first month it was a high topic, yeah, war in the Ukraine. But we also should understand that uh, sometime uh, after two months, after three months, it becomes something that is uh, already uh, okay in use, and uh, maybe somehow, yeah, like other countries, they cannot be interested, for example, in what is going on in Ukraine already, like in that way, that it was like the first days of the war. So that's why we should, uh, like, don't forget that we really now should work even harder and harder and uh, uh, with every day. So that's why we have, like, first of all, reason to share what is going on here in Ukraine second reason we also understand that we now should grow our business and uh, we couldn't have the situation without revenue growth because we need higher ukrainians we need like grow Ukrainian economy so we have much responsibility now
0: you started this company a few years uh, back as a solo founder. What was behind that decision why 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 go solo and why not have uh, other co-founders and help you with uh Uh, The journey
1: yeah um, first of all so I had not good experience uh, earlier with uh, in partnership and uh, that's why uh, after this experience uh, I decided that it's better for me to be a solo founder and uh, I also uh, like understood all risks uh, but uh, I was happy to have all responsibilities on my side and, uh, without discussion of different decisions, uh, now, now I already understand that it was like, um, simply not good experience, uh, earlier. Uh, but yeah, when I started the company, as a solo founder, I was, I was really happy during the first year, I think. Uh, and because you know, when you like had not good partnership and uh, it was not efficient and when you start a company and make everything like by your own and uh, you feel very free <laughs> you feel okay i can do this and this and this so that's why i think uh, it was uh, on the start it was a uh, really good decision
0: for me. Uh, can you tell to the audience that well, you know if you want to go with some other people that they are already in a situation where there are other co-founders what could be learned from your experience what could be done differently what other things to, to look after and, and be a bit more careful about? Uh,
1: yeah when uh, like uh, first of all I think uh, experience of uh, like my experience uh, what is a good partnership yeah first of all, a uh, good partnership, it's like when you have uh, discussed all questions with your partner and uh, the best case when you described all these questions through email or through even like legal documents, it, it will be better and uh, you should discuss everything about, I don't know, how you, for what part, who will be responsible in business who make like decisions about marketing about operations about product about everything else and uh, also discussion about your goals how like everyone in this partnership see the future of the business and uh, for me it was like my main mistake uh, in that previous not, not, not good partnership without all this description and uh, without uh, all this like uh, in some real way uh that's why when we had like problems it was already uh, not good for both parts because um, boss parties. Uh but uh, when I started like business as a solo founder, it's also like there are pros and cons. So on the on the one hand you make all decisions and uh you can like manage the business in the way you want to do it without Discussions without like need to uh, I don't know have this uh, uh, long uh, long discussion what should be done and why in that way why not another way uh, but uh, and also like um, for me it was only one point here where where you really uh, only one I think uh, one positive point in being solo founder. Uh, in all other ways, um, in all other ways, I also understood that uh, in some crisis, during some crises like COVID and other, you are a really solo founder, so you couldn't like discuss all these problems and challenges you have, and you also should be the one who will like responsible for your decisions, and uh, this is more complicated part. And also in the case like I don't know, you need to. Sometimes you need, like, several days to totally, like, off, yeah, of their business. When you're a solo founder, you couldn't do it at all. So you, like, can't go off and uh, be, I don't know, several days uh, without working uh, because you don't have, like, someone in your business who uh, will help you. So, and uh, it was, like, also the start of the business. So our executive team is uh, very young and uh, it's not, like, uh, the way where you have strong executive team. Um, so I think like first, um, like my recommendations, like for me, uh, uh, like when I was, uh, in that no good partnership, first of all, make everything in a written way, uh, every, like, uh, every points of your partnership. And, uh, on the other hand, like, uh, better to have some probation periods with your partner in some previous situations and, you know, working together or simply, I don't know, managing some ideas, businesses together previously. Um, so making something, uh, in stressful situation here yeah, with, uh, this person, uh, and, uh, for me, like recommendation, uh, as for solo founder, I think will be like, uh, not, um, uh, not seeing that, uh, you, uh, really, man- can managing everything like that and everything will be okay. <laughs> so it's a little bit more complicated.
0: Uh, have you noticed that uh, it doesn't need to be the you know with the partners, but also with employees and the people you're working with that uh, you learn something new from them, you know, how they actually behave, how they react. And when when the real crisis hit, that some are like uh, paralyzed maybe, and some are actually just, you know, really becoming focused and and helpful and uh, somehow sort of, you know, not their usual selves. Have you had that kind of observations or surprises? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I had many observations during this already two crises. During the first crisis, uh, I really was shocked by some entrepreneurs. So, uh, because uh, like during the COVID, I found that uh, many entrepreneurs—they, uh, not many, but some parts, yeah, like uh, some of entrepreneurs—they simply decide not to uh, receive, like not to, um, uh, not to change the situation yeah or do something to change the situation they simply decide um do nothing yeah and uh it's like uh was very for me it was a new experience to see that uh especially when you saw this person in like uh normal periods of business and everything it was like very uh, very energetic, and uh, it was done uh, with many ideas and everything else, but when crisis started, like, you yeah, simply, I don't know, like frozen person and uh, couldn't do anything. Now, yeah, I saw all these situations also. And, uh, but I should say this time uh, during the war, I don't know, but uh, I simply now uh Among all our clients I couldn't find even a person who was like frozen and uh, who uh, decided not to do like something uh, which will be uh, now for Ukraine very important so uh, I saw this time that everyone is involved so everyone doing their best and it was uh, very strange because uh, I think some of uh, entrepreneurs were not uh, in that way uh, with the same like uh, situation and uh, with the same view uh, in previous crisis. So I don't know. Maybe we grown up or maybe something something really changed.
0: Uh, have your has your experience of recruiting because you. Growing rapidly, and that's your ambition to do in the future as well. Uh, changed a bit, like what type of qualities or what are you looking for in the people? And can you describe, you know, the, the how do you find the good people?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, like. Um... Recruiting recruiting is really a little bit changed. So uh, we asked, uh, so what's uh, what person done like in in the first days? Yeah, what's uh, what uh, is this person like doing now during the war? So if this person tried to help Ukraine or, uh, and it's really now it's uh, I think much easier to understand uh, like how this uh, person. Uh, will be managed different risks and uh, how this person like uh, will be like will be in different stressful situations and uh, it's a little bit easier now to understand all these factors and all these points before hiring a person. Uh, so you simply ask what you did like during first uh, weeks of the war and uh, you already understand uh, more about this person and uh, I think that. Uh, working in startup, yeah, and when everything is changed, you have you have really very stressful atmosphere. So that's why uh, now it's uh, a little bit easier to understand if uh, some person really uh, will be uh, will be okay working in a startup.
0: Um, in cases that there are some countries still left which are not in war at the moment and they don't have that experience, can you give some you know? Points hints what to look at from the person, what type of questions to ask?
1: Uh, yeah, we usually like uh, asked uh, I think that uh, i had I had many problems with hiring people, I think like any startup founder, and uh, I read uh, one book um, uh, before uh, uh, for I think this was like two months before something like that. And we changed uh, completely the hiring process It like the book, which uh, was recommended by people AI company. And uh, it's like a principle of hiring or something like that. It's named and they have very cool like strategy of uh, number of calls you should have with the person and what answer, like what questions you should ask and, uh, we implemented the first question like I like the most and for me it's like very cool question to understand uh, about the person that I asked uh, uh, for example in the case I will ask uh, your previous company where you work uh, about uh, about how you were working about your like results and everything else uh, what's um, Mm, what will be like, uh, what feedback will be from this person? And can you like uh, give me a point like from one to ten? Uh, what uh, I receive like in the feedback, it will be nine or ten for your work, or it will be like seven, six points for your work. And uh, first of all, like on the first call, you al- already understand that if uh, this person like said, to you okay, I think that my previous employee like give me like seven you should understand that uh in most cases it's like less in this than seven and you should like uh still communicate uh with uh, all other like uh all other like uh personal like employees in your in your team who will have like a number eight and more so it was uh very interesting uh for me because uh I think it's uh, much time we were really, uh, really optimized (laughs) was optimized with uh, this uh, type of interview.
0: Can you describe your company culture?
1: Oh, company culture. Mm, Yeah, I think fuel is. (laughs) It's especially how we describe (laughs) all company culture, because uh, first of all, we uh, are really very fast and uh, when we hire a person, we discuss that first of all, uh, everything is changed and uh, we don't have something stable here, but uh, you should be prepared to work in such a community and uh, with such atmosphere. And uh, also we discussed with uh, all team members that everyone should be proactive. So you don't wait for like someone uh, someone task- tasks from someone. If you see some problem, you are the one who can fix this problem. So um, the, it's like the second one. And also like third one, is think responsibility. We are responsible uh, in our team uh, between like uh, also between like I am responsible uh, for other team members and also should get, everyone should be responsible uh, for what they do, what result they, they deliver, how they work inside the team and also responsible uh, like uh, with our clients and be like with cool client service for our clients.
0: What are the tips or hints you, you could give um, uh, companies who are working with Ukrainians and Ukrainian culture, because the Ukrainian culture is a bit different from the other cultures in the world as well. So, you know, how do you do things differently and what, what we should be aware of, you know, when we, uh, working with Ukrainians? Um,
1: uh, I think that, uh, I don't know how to explain, but I think that Ukrainians are hardworking, uh, and, uh, now I think that everyone already understands, it like <laughs> during this war, but uh, really uh, we we'll simply every time try to do our best. And um, we will, I think sometimes we will deliver more even results than every client is expected because uh, I don't know why, but it's like something in our culture to be really hardworking and do our best. Um, On the other hand, I think that working with Ukrainian teams, I think that in all other in all other like factors that are different from all other countries, I couldn't find. So I think it's the only one.
0: You also been doing a lot of things as a CEO, and one of them was to be. A star in a movie, uh, you know, your company trailer. You know, I understood uh, that it took a bit longer uh, time and there was a bit more hardship than you anticipated for a tiny part. Was it like uh, 15 seconds or 30 seconds or something?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was two minutes. Uh, two minutes explainer video. Uh, but it was so much work done before this video, so I think it was three, four months uh of preparation and uh yeah we had the case when we uh, tried to find some actress on this role, but uh uh this actress uh like it was complicated to find actors who can be very native talking about financial parts about PNL and unit economics, so <laughs> that's why we decided uh, like, uh, other, our team with whom we rake, with whom we worked on this video, they decided okay, I don't know, we was that you should like be uh actress in your <laughs> video uh, that's why I had no choice uh, it it was not something I was expected to do uh, in a CEO role, <laughs> but it was something I had to do uh, yeah, it was like It was very strange and uh, completely new experience because uh, really to be good like in a two-minute video you should uh, train a lot it's like hours days of uh, trainings and uh it's very complicated but yeah i really said in that video i think Two sentences or three sentences, you know. But it's really much work. Did, it, did and, you speak uh, those shen-
0: uh, sentences in Chinese, so why did it take so much preparation? <laughs> what was the training about?
1: Yeah, before it, because it like it should be uh, very native, and uh, uh, when they first like try to speak the sentences, and especially like. Uh, you don't like simply uh, tell the sentences. So uh, we had uh, like another actor yeah, in in that video, and I should communicate with this actor in that video, and uh, that's why it was uh, that's why it was complicated. And uh, on the other hand, it's complicated because when you're someone who, first of all, uh, like the person who uh, not only the actress, but one of the managers of all uh, this video process and uh, it was like twice more challengeable task be relaxed and uh, being an actress and on the other hand be like risk manager <laughs> during <laughs> this uh, video and uh, when everything was uh, made during this day and you should communicate like with security with all other guys and uh, it's simple it's a simple situation when everything uh, going not in that way as was predicted (laughs) during this video (laughs) recording so yeah that's why it was real real complicated uh, 14 hours day (laughs) to make this one short video
0: before your entrepreneur career you were working in a corporate and you were checking different uh, apart uh, not apartments uh, departments uh, of of a company you were you know auditing and then you come to uh, doing different things as well and and you you, you mentioned me that you had a bit of a trip to russia as well and and the, <laughs> <laughs> and and the, the trouble started already at the airport can you you know tell a bit you know what you did before and you know how you were shipped off to Russia and, and you know how did it go
1: yeah it was uh, it was really my first experience visiting Russia and uh, I started like my career as a, an auditor in uh, Cooper's, and uh, they have uh, this policy when they switch like team members from one country they like uh, switch them between different countries, and uh, in Ukraine, in Ukrainian office, they decided to uh, like have this short relocation for me to to Russia uh, for several weeks, and uh, I was really shocked because in Ukraine, in that time, they already had Maidan, and uh, it was uh, like very high situation. So that was two thousand fourteen. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was two thousand fourteen, and. Uh, and I was re- like very active uh, member of uh, Maidan and uh, I always like in my life, I speak Ukrainian. So, so what did you do in uh, Maidan? Very... You, you were
0: outside the whole winter or what did you do?
1: Uh, yeah, was, I was like uh, volunteering. I helped uh, all other like uh, members who were there. And we also had like open institute there. So uh, we had like many different activities. Was helping with food, uh, helping on the kitchen, so, like, everything else. And uh, when uh, this maidan started and the uh, Ukrainian office decided to, uh, like, uh, decided to, um, like, Decided that I should go to Moscow office. Yeah, I was shocked, but I had no choice. So uh, that's why uh, when we were already in Moscow with several of my colleagues from Ukrainian office, and uh, we were like already in the airport, and uh, starting from this airport, we already had this strange discussion uh, with uh, driver, taxi driver because uh, he said that oh what is going on there in your Ukraine i uh, i heard that uh, like some us guy uh, guys from the us decided to make this maidan and uh, all all your other like banderivtsi so and uh, that's why it was uh, already a crazy situation uh, but on the other hand i decided that i will not switch to russian language so I will speak all English or Ukrainian language. And uh, <laughs> it was already conflict from the start, <laughs> because uh, this guy uh, and my colleagues, colleagues asked him, uh, yes, we have like a few changes in our country now, so uh, we are like fighting for freedom now. And um, after that, this guy, uh, he said to us, uh, I don't know what you do there, but I think that stable situation in in country is much better than uh, different fightings like for freedom. And uh, when we asked but you have like very bad stable economy situation here in Russia, he said. Okay, but it's stable situation, so <laughs> that's why it was already understandable that uh, oh my god, I I will not like uh, will not have something uh, with uh, this country at all because <laughs> it's simply impossible. But yeah, it was a uh, crazy experience. But uh, I should say that uh, uh, I even like um, with some guys from that office they were really like okay, and they supported uh, their ukrainian uh, all ukrainian guys and they supported like moedan uh but uh, I, and uh but it was like only two two people from the whole office so and the whole office is like hundreds of people so uh that's why you can you can imagine how small this percentage
0: and uh while you were having lunch or having a break you went to visit the sites in uh in Moscow, and and particular, there was one wall. You you did something, you know. What, what happened there?
1: <laughs> yeah, I decided to make a photo of the Ukrainian flag in uh, Kremlin near the Kremlin, and you, you still um, have the photo. It was uh, yeah, yeah. I still I still have this photo, and I have this photo in my Instagram. And uh, it was a really crazy situation, but, and uh, my click said, okay, we will really, we can stay here for a long time in this Russia, if uh, some police guys, uh, they take us simply. But, uh, yeah, everything was okay, I made this photo, I was so happy that they made this photo, uh, and it was like, you know, uh, I think it was some kind of protest, maybe, or... Um, some kind uh, of uh, Ukrainian protest, because already in uh, 2014 we already had understanding that uh, we had this Maidan because of uh, some type of Russian uh, invasions uh, in Ukraine, but uh, in very political way, not like uh, in the way of uh, having the war, but uh, we already understood it. So that's why I think it was like, for me, some type of small victory. Yeah,
0: it's been getting uh, more difficult in Russia. Nowadays, you see people being uh, arrested and and jailed for just uh, holding an empty piece of paper. Or basically, I I guess, almost like uh, standing. Well, there's been, and these probably are in my Twitter feed, if you dig deep. uh, There was somebody who, who was coding Putin, just directly his words. Somebody who was uh, citing literature. So there's been. It doesn't really matter what you do. But it looks like that you you some shape or form protest uh, protesting. Then 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 that's yeah. At the, at the, maybe that that was a different situation in 2014. Or they look. You look like a tourist, and they they let you go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ukrainian tourist with a flag.
0: <laughs> so you were packing. Uh-oh. And you were like, okay, I need a flag. What else You know, did you prep for? That?
1: <laughs> uh, only, only flag.
0: <laughs> so you were planning this all
1: along? No, like, <laughs> c- cocktail and, uh, in that time they were not with me.
0: <laughs> what is your favorite word?
1: Favorite word? Mm, I think "fuel" is my favorite word.
0: What is your least favorite word? Uh, war. What turns you on, creatively, spiritually, or emotionally?
1: Oh, what is creatively? Yes. Creatively. Hmm. Mm, creatively. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Complicated question. Uh, I think uh, mm, maybe friends and family. What turns you off? turns me off. Oh, I think uh, that uh, turns me off uh, really. Uh, already now I understand that... Uh, Death, I think only death that you see and uh, it's near you and uh, I think this is really turns me on
0: What is your favorite curse word? Favorite curse what?
1: Word. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think like bloody hell.
0: <laughs> what sound or noise do you love?
1: Uh, I think I love uh, the sound of wine uh, in mountains.
0: What sound or noise do you hate?
1: <laughs> Aids and sirens.
0: <laughs> what profession other than your own would you like to attempt?
1: I think uh, journalism. What profession
0: would you not like to do?
1: Mm doctor i think i i simply uh, scared of blood
0: (laughs) if you could be a co-founder of any startup in any era which one would you choose
1: Mm -hmm. i simply will choose mine i think
0: (laughs) any final words for the audience
1: uh final words i think that's um simply be brave as Ukrainians, and everything will be possible.
0: Thank you, Alona, And thank you everyone for joining us today. Till next time. Slava Ukraini.
1: Herroim Slava.